Hey everyone, welcome to today's podcast. We're talking about, do you need to work out to lose weight? The quick answer is no, you don't. Uh, and in some cases, it may be worse for your weight loss if you start working out and think you need to work out to lose weight um, for a few key reasons. So uh, a lot of people, let's face it, when we're gonna lose weight, they're thinking, okay, I'm gonna eat better, gonna exercise, but it's really about the eating. You can't out-train a bad diet. Mathematically, statistically, it is the calories that are going in your mouth that have the biggest impact on your weight. Um, it takes about two seconds to eat 500 calories an hour to burn it. So again, when you wanna master your weight, I think you really have got to get your eating down first. Uh, your eating controls your weight, your exercising controls your shape is a good way to think about it. And a lot of times working out, if you haven't worked out much at all and you're trying to start, can actually be counterproductive to losing weight for a few key reasons. Um, one of the big ones is that if you, again, have not been working out and all of a sudden you jump right into it, which is how most people start. Uh, they kind of just go all or nothing into all mode and you start working out all, all of a sudden, you're going to probably be hungrier. You're going to be more tired and you're probably going to be sore. And so these three things are really bad for the eating side of things because when you're tired, hungry, and sore, you tend to eat more food and it's not the healthy stuff. And so a lot of times if you take all that energy that you would put into working out and put it into mastering your eating, you're going to get much better results because uh, it's easier. You know, again, if you're starting from scratch to get yourself to really install a workout routine ritual into your life, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of effort and it's a lot of discomfort. Let's be honest, you know? So again, I'm not saying don't work out, don't exercise. I'm all for it. But when it comes to weight loss, it's not necessary. And uh, again, sometimes it's going to be worse for you. So realize this. Now, that being said, what I like to say instead of working out or exercising on kind of an intense level is to really focus on movement, becoming more active and that opens the door up to a lot more opportunity for you. You don't have to go to the gym. You don't have to do intense things, you know, for an hour at a time. Um, all of a sudden it can be, I'm going to do some more chores. I'm going to go rake the leaves. I'm going to clean the house. I'm going to go for a walk. I'm going to go for a bike ride. Simple, easy things. Um, this still gets your body moving. It burns a few more calories. But I think the biggest benefit is it helps you feel better. You feel better about yourself when you move more, when you accomplish things, get things done. And that, again, is gonna help you uh, with your weight and, and your eating more than killing yourself working out doing something you don't like to do, okay? So start moving more, start being more active and enjoy that feeling of getting things done of moving your body and use those good feelings to get your eating under control. Because again, that ultimately is what's dictating your weight. So I hope this helps you out. Uh, if anyone has any questions, feel free to ask them. And uh, I'll take a shot at them. I didn't talk too long there, so uh, wait, still wait for some people to get on here. But um, yeah, where are we? A week out, a week out from Thanksgiving, you know? Where, where's everyone at? You know, um, this this is one of my favorite times to to kind of get in here because it's my favorite days to do lives. Usually, like Sundays, because everyone's getting ready to, to pop into their plan on Monday. Mondays, of course, right? Because that's when everyone intended to start their plan. <laughs> and then during the holidays, um, I'm a big fan because. What I look to do here is to, this is a great time to get you out of your all or nothing mindset when it comes to weight loss, because a lot of people uh, have already mailed it in, right? They've always said, you know what? I'm, I'm done with thinking about weight. I'm going to holiday mode. Meet me in January 1st. <laughs> we don't want to be that way. Don't do that. You know, um, what's up, Hazel? Uh, 
we, we don't want to do that. Don't don't do that. And so instead of being all or nothing, we want to be all or something. And the holidays are the perfect perfect time to practice that. Wow, look at that, Karen. Oh oh, I gotta take a picture of that. Uh, that's awesome. I always love my success stories. Karen, that's awesome. I'm gonna ask you. I'm gonna send you a thing, Karen, because uh, I just got this new. Oops, are we? Where am I at? There I am. Um, I just got this new program that helps me collect testimonials easier. So I'm, I'm gonna shoot that out to you because I'd love to, love to get that on paper. That'd be awesome. Or even interview, maybe that'd be cool too. But great job, Karen. That, that's so awesome. You're just killing it, killing it. Twenty-seven pounds is so great, and to do it in the way you've done it is is super. Um, Karen is in the program, and so you know she could tell you. And this why maybe I will. Would you have an interview, Karen? Do like a little little video interview, like ten minutes or something, just talk about it, because that that's always helpful for other people to hear. Because you know most people, as you know, think you have to. Um, what am I doing here? Uh, most people think you have to you kind of kill yourself to lose weight, and you don't. You don't, right? Um, it can be easy. It can be fun. It can be enjoyable, and uh, it's all just about the approach you take. Yeah, send it. Yeah, oh, that'd be awesome, Karen. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Let's set that up. I got and I got a new program actually to record videos too because I'm gonna start doing. Um, awesome, awesome, cool, cool. Uh, I gotta. Yeah, I can record stuff so, with a podcast. This is usually the podcast. You know what I mean? Like I record the lives that I do, and I'll put those up as a podcast. But I'm starting to. I'm gonna start interviewing some people. Um, people that have lost weight and kept it off on their own. Um, people in the program that have done really well. You know, talking to them. And uh, some other experts, you know, that, that I think will have something to, um, you know, offer you something. What's up, Jody? I got the link. I got. I'm, I'm about to send it right after this call. So I, I got your your thing, and I will send that over to you. Um, San, Sanya, Sanja. I'm not sure how to pronounce it. Excuse me if I'm saying it wrong. How to eat more protein? So yeah, right. How to eat anything different than how we eat is a challenge, right? Because our eating is really an automatic behavior, and so, you know. I, I, I use brushing your teeth a lot because um, brushing your teeth, you do it with one hand and you just do it automatically, right? And if you want to change your hand and do it with the other hand, you could do it. And if you had learned to use that hand from the beginning, you would use that hand automatically. And so I, I bring that up as an example to really point out the level that's at that, that we're dealing with here, um, that it's not enough to know what we should do. What we're really dealing with is our automated behaviors, our, our subconscious programming. And so eating more protein, it, it's the same thing as saying, I want to eat less carbs. I want to eat more fruits and vegetables. I want to eat more Mediterranean food. I want to stop eating for six. Any change you make to your eating, it's really a subconscious thing. And that's how you want to look at it. So how do you eat more protein? Well, you want to be specific about it. We don't want to be like, oh, I got to eat more protein. Right? That's so vague. There's no specificness to it. And it's very unlikely that you're spontaneously just going to start eating more protein unless, you know, you've done it before and you have some, you know, kind of neural networks you can kind of tap into. But for a lot of people, if this is a new thing for you to do, you're creating new neural connections and networks. And so the first step in making that happen is getting very specific. How do you want to eat the protein? Okay, because there's a lot of ways to consume protein. You can take protein powders, you can eat steak, you could eat, you know, fish, whatever you want to do to eat protein, figure out how you want to consume it, what's going to work best for you, get specific, and then break that down into meal times. You know, which meals um, do you want to eat the protein at? Um, ideally, to eat more protein, you want to space it out through the day. So there's increase your protein at breakfast, lunch, dinner, typically. Again, there's, there's no right or wrong, it's only what works for you. Um, but typically kind of boosting it up 
across the three meals is a good strategy that doesn't work for you put it all into one doesn't really matter so again you're hearing me give you lots of ideas and it's you it's up to you to just pick some of them and get specific you know that that's the key thing is to, to change up behaviors that are automated is you want to get more specific and structured with what you're doing um what amount of time have you been in the program yeah that's a great question um but don't let the answer encourage or discourage you start thinking about your weight as a timeless thing meaning there i just made a video right that the mantra i was working with a client and she's always so impatient with with her weight loss um so i was saying a great mantra to have is i don't give a shit how long it takes i'm here to master this once and for all so i don't know if karen's still here and she'll answer that but um i could give you a ballpark how long have you been in the program karen has it been four months three four months um, but don't don't get caught up on the time. You know, I, I always say this, that every single diet ad you've seen and you've seen millions of them is the before and after picture and how long it took to go from one to the other. You got to get out of that mindset, you know, because it's like as soon as we start putting the time limit on it, 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 it messes with our head. I'll, I'll keep it real simple. And so I know it's hard to do that. I get it. But as much as you can, you want to get out of the time frame of it. And um the more important thing with Karen and, and losing 27 pounds is not how long it took her. The most important thing is that it's easy and comfortable for her. And now the holidays are coming and she's comfortable knowing how she's going to get through them. She's not freaking out. She's relaxed about it. So, uh, you know, um, so yeah, keep that in your mind. Cause we, we always have to reprogram ourselves about that time frame thing. Um, what do you advise for women that lose their period during their journey? Well, you know, I mean, that might be, um, yeah, it's really good for that amount of time. Yeah. People lose weight quick too. I mean, like, again, there's so many factors when it comes to your weight loss, you know, um, I know most people just look at the calorie in calorie out, but it's not just calories in calorie out. Cause everyone is just loses weight at different rates of speed, you know, but, um, yeah, for Karen, that that's, if that is four months and I forget, I might be wrong on that, but, um, uh, but yeah, that, that's, that's very good. But again, it's not about how fast you can lose. It's about for how long you can lose it. I, again, I, I want to make that clear. Um, advice for when you lose your period during your journey. I mean, if you're, if you're losing your period, it's probably, probably, I'm not a doctor. Let me make that clear. Um, but the first thing I would look at is, are you under restricting? You know, are you just co consuming too little food and you're getting too thin, you know, and, and undernourishing yourself? That's the first thing I would look at, you know, because, um, if, if things go the way they're supposed to go, that, 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 that shouldn't necessarily happen. All right. So I'll, I'll leave that there. I'm not an expert at that, but that'd be my first, my first thought. Can you talk about eating while traveling and on vacation? Yeah, that's a great question. And, um, what, what do you must travel a lot? You got your, your handle there is vacations, right? Um, so, so yeah, when you travel in, in, in your on vacation, I'm going to split those up just because if there's traveling for work and there's traveling for vacation. They're kind of two different things. And so I like to separate things into their own categories. I think it makes it, it better. Um, so what I would suggest is that, let, let's talk about vacation first. Vacation is to me very much like holiday mode. And so I think you should have, you should compartmentalize that as a time when you're not gonna be necessarily losing weight, right? So I was talking like, you're kind of going to minimize the damage mode. You don't want to go on vacation counting calories, 
most of the time. You know what I mean? Like vacation is meant to be enjoyed and you kind of relax and enjoy yourself. Food's usually a part of that. Alcohol might be a part of that. All right. And so I think we have to realize that the, the point of doing this, the point of, of mastering our weight is to have the best quality of life. That's what we want. And, you know, a, a life where we go on vacation and we're counting points and we're carb free for most people is not a great quality of life. So again, we, we need to zoom out, look at the big picture of things. So if you go on vacation for a week, that week is not going to have much impact on your weight long term, as long as when you get back, you get back on track. Okay. So that being said, typically with holiday, holidays a little different because it's, it's longer. Um, but vacation mode, if you're going away for a week, again, I go into minimize the damage mode. Don't go crazy, but also don't try and stick to a diet really close. Okay. Um, because what, what I've seen is when people are really strict on diets, what I tend to find is they get back and they're pissed off. <laughs> they're like, I didn't even enjoy myself. I wasted my whole vacation. And then they get back and now they're overeating for months. You know, so I would rather overeat in a contained way, minimize the damage for a week, get back, feel good about myself. I enjoyed myself and now I'm back on track. Okay. Um, now, if it's, if it's work and you're consistently traveling a few times a month, well, that's different, right? We, we got to deal with that. Okay. Again, the occasional vacation is not really going to impact your weight much. The consistent travel vacation is a different thing. And so in that situation, you have to start coming up with strategies that you can rely on. And so if you're traveling for work, typically there start to become patterns. So for example, maybe you go to the airport and so at the airport, maybe there's a place you can expect to eat at, or when you go to the airport, you eat before you go there. Um, when you're going to go someplace, you do a little bit of, you know, research before you get there, find a couple of healthy places, pack some healthy snacks for yourself, um, that you can rely on, get to a store and get some, you know, fruits, vegetables and hummus or something. I'm just making things up. But start giving some forethought because what a lot of people do is they go into like travel mode and they, they don't have planned anything. And now they're just at the, the mercy of their hunger and what's available at the time. Bad combination. So start researching a bit and, and, and understand that if you're consistently traveling for work, when you first start doing this, you don't have any strategies. So this isn't about willpower where all of a sudden you're just going to start eating perfectly. It's about consistently looking for better strategies that you can rely on. And that requires taking some action, researching, testing things out. Some things work, some things do not work. You don't get mad or beat yourself up about it. You just learn from them and then optimize the strategy. So the next time you go, you have better strategies. And eventually with that approach, you end up um, with strategies that really work for you. I, I've, a lot of my clients I work on this with, so you can absolutely get better strategies with it. Um, yep, Karen says exactly. Oh, headed to Italy, that's cool. Yeah, so okay, if you're headed to Italy for vacation, please don't diet. <laughs> please okay now it doesn't mean you have to eat three pizzas but but eat a freaking pizza you know eat some pasta enjoy yourself um again it's the quality of life thing don't go bonkers with it you know what i mean so keep yourself out of the the binge mode um but but eat and enjoy yourself knowing that when you get back you can get back in your normal your normal you know way of being um i did i went on vacation this this um summer uh seven days and uh, i came back and i put like five i forget now if it was five or seven pounds but I put like five or seven pounds on in the week, you know, but it quickly comes off. So I go right back into my normal routine because I love my normal routine, you know. Um, so, again, holiday mode is holiday mode. And make sure you compartmentalize those. What's up, Astrid? Um, oops. 
is it is tiring to always plan your meals? What do you advise? Oh, I agree, man. I I hate planning. I hate thinking about food and meals. I am lazy. I am one of the laziest eaters you've ever seen. I I, I hate meal planning. Um, I don't really like cooking new meals. I don't like. I always imagine like like I have an interest in it. Like so so like someday like when my kids are gone and I have like a lot of time, I could see myself getting interested in in cooking more. But when when I have a five, 10 other things in front of that. And so I have no time for cooking. Um, so what do I do? I structure my eating. I eat the same thing Monday through Friday for breakfast. I eat the same thing for lunch Monday through Thursday, um, Monday through Thursday night for dinner. I'm eating the same things, not the same thing every night, but typically the same types of things every Monday, every Tuesday, every Wednesday, every Thursday, right? Um, so Monday is usually like a grain, vegetable, chickpea dish. Um, Tuesday is usually some sort of black bean Mexican food dish. Wednesday, a lot of times is like a like fish maybe and some grain and a protein or and a vegetable. Um, those are just ballpark ideas. But I I don't like planning meals at all. I always joke. One of the most like anxious moments of my life. I remember I had gotten this this meal plan. It was a thirty day meal plan and it was three meals a day. Everyone was different. It was ninety different meals. And I was like, oh my God, who could do this? You know, just the shopping alone and then the preparing all new meals every day. I was like, this is one of the worst. This is one of the worst things I've ever seen. I would never do that. And I think that speaks to a, a bigger point that a lot of people, times when people approach their weight loss, subconsciously they want the hardest, most difficult plan because they associate that with the fastest results. But I think you really have to intentionally focus on the easiest plan for you, the easiest way possible. No one ever asked the question, how can I lose weight in the easiest, most enjoyable way possible? I've been asking that question for 30 years and I figured it out. My, the way I live and I eat is just really easy for me. And a big part of that is that I am not planning different meals constantly. I'm eating, I'm eating in a very structured way and I'm eating consistently the same types of things, um, you know, consistently. Uh, yep, Jody and Astrid are here, both in the program. It's awesome you guys are on here. Um, it's a workcation. I'll try to be in the middle. Yeah, okay, okay, that's what I mean. So to, to that point, um, I always talk a lot of times, we all know, right, Diets, dieters are usually all or nothing with how they approach things, right? It's all or nothing. And so that's not a great strategy, certainly not long-term. Um, and, and to be honest, not very good short-term either, but definitely not good long-term. And so what I would suggest is you become all or something. And yeah, walk that middle road. Um, and what do I mean by that? So eat the food you enjoy. Don't go crazy with it. You know what I mean? So stay somewhat aware there. Same with the, if you're drinking wine, you know, or whatever, again, enjoy it. Don't go too crazy with it and make up for it by make sure you drink in water, um, eat lots of fresh food and vegetables. If, if they got in Italy, um, walk, right. You'll probably be walking a lot, uh, and walk a lot to, if you're not automatically walking a lot, make it a point to walk a lot, get outside in the, the Italian air and, and enjoy yourself. Um, relax a bit, you know, take a few minutes each night and just relax your body, relax, quiet your mind. And so this is that middle road, you, you know, and, and then you get home from it and you're like, that was incredible. That, that was really enjoyable. I really enjoyed myself. There's no sense of deprivation or, or irritation or frustration that you, you screwed up your whole vacation. And, and, and this is what I'm talking about. The more you avoid that deprivation, that, that shitty quality of life, the diets give you, the more you avoid that and really walk a path where you feel good, where your quality of life is high. You know, again, this is this process, 
You know, most people, you want to lose weight, right? You think about losing weight 24 hours a day. This microphone's right in my face. <laughs> um, you think about losing weight 24 hours a day, but it's like, and you, and you want to lose weight, but you also don't want to lose weight because you hate the process of losing weight. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's such a weird, like, it, 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 it's a, what we call it in the biz is it's an, it's a subconscious incongruence. There's a mismatch. Part of you wants to lose weight and that's all you think about. And part of you does not want to lose weight because you hate dieting. And so you're stuck in this battle forever, right? Where you're constantly thinking about weight loss and never doing it. And so how do you get past that? Well, I suggest you look at how you think you need to lose weight, the process, because what's happened to you is probably what's happened to pretty much everyone where you associate weight loss with dieting. They're just one and the same. And you can't separate weight loss and, and your weight from dieting. And I promise you there's better ways to lose weight. That's what I teach and program yourself then. So if you want to learn that, by the way, go to my bio, click the link, get the hypnosis session I give you. And then I give you a training three steps to master your weight right after that. I, I send you a page and you can watch it. It's about a half hour. But it's a different way to approach your weight than dieting. Dieting is horseshit. It doesn't work. Good Lord. <laughs> How much more proof do you need? So instead, we want to not diet. Because what do you think of a diet? It's like no pain, no gain, right? It's just this, I'll do this miserable shit till I lose the weight. No, you won't, you know? And so there's another way where today, right now, you could feel a lot better. You could relax. You could calm down. You could hydrate yourself. You could feel better and centered and calm. And then you'll probably eat better. And then we go to work on the food from a calm, relaxed, um, good feeling, you know, not, not from thinking, oh, the way I got to lose the weight is get all motivated to feel like shit, right? Instead, let's feel good, you know? And, and the vacation, the work vacation that you're going on is a perfect example of this. Go walk that middle path. That's the sweet spot, okay? Then get back when you get in your normal environment, then you go back to work, you know, on the weight piece of it. Um, what's up, Marcy? How's it going? Um, eat what you want, but smaller portions and add healthy food. Look at Karen. Just just dropping, dropping knowledge. <laughs> Marcy in the house. Uh, been listening to your approach and I'm down 20 pounds since July. Oh, well, look at that. Let's get a screenshot of that. <laughs> I got to like put these, um, whoops, shit. Oh, shit. Am I still here? Okay. Sometimes I, uh, I got to, I got to deal with this. Okay, yeah, great job. Great job. I didn't know that. I know you're listening since July and look at you, 20 pounds down. That's so awesome. And now you're going to go to Italy, 20 pounds down. Enjoy that, okay? And enjoy the food. I always say this, that, so here, so now, now you're getting me, now that I have a little more context to where you're at, let me just say this. What I always think is I'm like, how can I get the most pleasure out of food? Because I think what, what a lot of people walking around thinking, oh, the most pleasure out of food, I'll eat all of it. I'll eat all of it. That's the most pleasure. I don't believe that. I think the most pleasure you can possibly get out of food is to eat it at your goal weight. I'm talking about eating Ben and Jerry's at your goal weight, eating pizza at your goal weight, whatever you like to eat at your goal weight. I think that is the pinnacle of food pleasure. And going to Italy 20 pounds down in the way you've done it, because now I know how you've done it um, and where you're at, you go to Italy and you celebrate and enjoy yourself. Again, we don't go wild with it, right? But you enjoy yourself, enjoy the food, because that's what you've been doing this for, to be able to go to Italy and enjoy yourself, okay? And then as soon as you get back, you get right back into your regular approach because you like your approach. You like how you're living, right? And so, I mean, don't worry about if the weight goes up a little bit. I have clients all the time. I just told you myself, it, to put weight on during vacation, who gives a shit? Because you come back and you just go back to your normal routine, the weight comes back off, okay? Got to get out of that dieting mindset, even especially on vacation. It's not always about just keeping it right there. Your weight's always going to fluctuate, Okay, it fluctuates naturally just because of whatever, and then it fluctuates because of life, 
holidays, vacations, parties, different stuff. You know, these things come up. Um, so yeah, now now you now you're in another phase where you're starting to focus on mastery. It's not just about weight loss. It's about living at that goal weight. And living at that goal weight, you need to have some flexibility in how you're eating and how you're living. And so the weight's sometimes going to go up and then it's going to come back down again. Completely and totally normal. Um, Finan, so what works? Um, <laughs> so what works? Uh, that, that's a big question. You know what I mean? I'll, I'll give you the simple answer. What works is changing your mindset. You know, you, you've got to change your mindset. Uh, when it comes to weight loss. I, I was talking about the weight mastery pyramid, mindset, lifestyle, eating. Eating's on the top, the smallest piece. The most important piece is your mindset. Your mindset's affecting your weight more than anything, more than your genetics, your insulin resistance, your hormones, your menopause, any of it. Your mindset is the number one thing impacting your weight. And there's a good chance you have no clue how to influence your mindset and change it. None of the diets ever teach you this. Okay, so yeah, what works is changing your mindset um, so that you can change your lifestyle and change the way you eat. And then you're at a different weight, different version of yourself. So that's what works. Um, how often at what times do you have lives? Uh, I do them every day, every Monday through Friday, uh, noon, noon o'clock, noon Eastern. And uh, yeah, that's been the kind of time. And just like anything, you know, if you've been here for a while, you've seen me struggle to get here at noon. I don't know why, you know. This is one of the frustrating things about being a human is that we logically can understand something lickety split but to do the most basic of things behaviorally is a lot more work you know i was just talking to a client yesterday we were talking we we're doing a group coaching call and they were talking about wanting to exercise more and it was a simple exercise it wasn't a crazy plan and they're like i know what to do and i've done it before but i just i can't get myself to do it and it's so easy and it's like no it's not easy it's not easy to change your behavior it's just not and i think that it's like we have to acknowledge that, right? It, so what? So we, it's not. But then once we acknowledge it, then we can go to work on finding solutions to it, right? And that's, that's what kind of programming self is built, built around. But even me, I mean, I do this mental programming stuff. I've been doing this for 30 years. And I always like to make this point because I see a lot of times out there, you personal development people, weight loss people, fitness people, m gurus, mentors out in the world, they're always acting like they're perfect, you know? And I never want to do that because... I will, I will say that, that eating wise, lifestyle wise, I got that mastered when it comes to eating and my weight and those types of things, I've mastered it 30 years of focusing on, I got it. However, um, I focus on the mindset piece in other areas of my life and I have to work on it, you know? So I work on work stuff a lot, right? Like the not procrastinating, taking action, getting things done. Um, I work on that now the same way I used to work on the weight loss stuff using the same techniques and program yourself. Then it's all built around the program yourself thin technique, which is really two techniques, the redo technique and the rehearsal technique. And it's really a self hypnosis technique that you use at night. It takes about a minute or two. This is the cornerstone of the whole program because this allows you to program your own subconscious mind to do the things you want to do, to think the way you want to think, to feel the way you want to feel, to live the way you want to live and to eat the way you want to eat so that you can have the body you want to have. And um, that same process I use in other areas of my life. But just because I know how to program my mind doesn't mean everything's just lickety split easy for me. It's not, you know? And so I bring that back to like even getting myself to do these lives consistently every day at noon um, was hard for some weird reason. I don't know why, you know? But here I've been, it's been a couple of weeks now and I've consistently been getting on at noon um, Eastern. I don't know if I said that, uh, noon Eastern. And so, yeah, it's good. And now it's starting to feel more automatic. And uh I think the only day I missed, I missed Monday because I was blowing leaves. Uh, 
I got a yard with a million trees and uh, blowing leaves is, I like it. I broke it up this year. Actually, it was a lot of fun. And then my, my wife helped me out today. And that was, that cut the time <laughs> by 20%. Anyways, who cares about my leaves? Um, so yeah, Karen says, I told so many clients, friends about you. Oh, I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I just did a podcast actually yesterday. It's pretty cool. Um, I'll let you know when it's up. It was with um, Melissa. She she goes by Melissa, made by Melissa, and she's a big she's big on Instagram. But she was awesome. It, it was a really good, really really good uh, podcast. So I will I'll get you info on that when I when I uh, when it's up when it's up and ready. Um, but I appreciate telling other people about me. I, I appreciate that. You know, it was funny talking to her. That guy, I, I have these conversations sometimes, but she's, she's an expert in gut health, intermittent fasting. And she was cool. I'll tell you why, because sometimes, sometimes people want to, I don't know, like, like the whole weight loss industry is basically people telling you what to do. Do you know what I mean? It, it doesn't matter. I, I'm telling you, this is like, you have to be able to see through this to understand why nothing's working for you. Uh, because the whole weight loss industry is just telling you what to do. Don't eat carbs, intermittent fast, fi- eat this to fix your gut health. Um, it, it's always, here you go. This is the perfect plan to fix you. See you later. And it's up to you to like force yourself to follow the plan. And that's where you struggle. You know, so basically it's not that you don't know what to do to lose weight. It's that you can't get yourself to consistently do it. That's the core problem. And there's really not a lot of people out there helping you actually change your mindset, showing you how to get yourself to do the things that you know you should, but you've struggled to get yourself to do it. And so it was, it was fun talking to her because she really appreciated that aspect of it. And she said that she's like, I talk to people all the time and you're right. It's always people telling people what to do. And, um, it, it drives me nuts because it's the elephant in the room. I was joking. My, my wife was an engineer and she went to try to get an engineering degree. And in school for engineering, they would do engineering problems, but they would just remove gravity from the equation, <laughs> you know? And I got a finance degree and we would do like investment problems, like, like you know, figuring out how much money we'd make if we got this rate of return and all the rest of it. But then we take out the fees they charged, <laughs> you know? So it's like, yeah. So when people are telling you what to do, okay, great. That, that's part of the equation. And I would suggest it's a small part of the equation compared to how do I get myself to do this? You know, because you're sitting here watching this. I know you've lost weight before. I know you followed some plan and followed it and lost some weight and then you put the weight back on. So it's not, the, it's not your genetics. It's not that you don't have a plan. It's not that you don't know what to do. It's that you don't know how to get yourself to do it consistently because you forced yourself to do it for a while and that worked. And then what did you do? You went back to your regular behaviors. And to understand that, again, you understand you have two mindsets right now. This is your big problem. You've got an overweight mindset which is you just being normal. Like when you're not thinking about food and you're not counting calories and you're not trying to impact your eating a lot, you're just living life, you've got an overweight mindset. What you naturally normally do on autopilot is making you overweight. And then you got a diet mindset when you go all mode. Okay, that's it, I gotta change this. And then you try fighting against your overweight mindset. And this is what you do. And you fight against it for a while, it gets tiring, boring, um, and then you stop and you go back to doing what you always do. And this is the, the pattern you keep following. Overweight mindset, diet mindset. And even best case scenario, you diet yourself down to your goal weight. Well, what do you do now? You can't go back to thinking like an overweight person and you can't keep dieting. And so this is the problem that, that it comes down to is that ultimately your big problem is you don't know how to think like a thin, healthy person. 
You know, how are you learning how to think like a thin, healthy person? Even just losing weight doesn't, that's not thinking like a thin, healthy person. That's thinking like a dieter. Do you understand that? I want to make this clear because I know you've lost weight and put it back on and you're always beating yourself up about it. But I'm telling you, it, it's, it's, that course, that's what's happened. You've got an overweight mindset and a diet mindset and you can't keep dieting. So what do you do? You get to their goal weight and then you flip back into being an overweight mindset and you put the weight back on. Then you diet again and bring it down. You hate this process, but you know how to do it. And so you continue to do it. So the only way I see out of that is to create a thin and healthy mindset. And that's what Program Yourself Thin is all about. You know, that program, Program Yourself Thin was created really when I started speaking to people that had lost weight and kept it off for at least two years. And I very quickly realized, holy shit, they think completely different about food, about their health, about weight, about their lifestyle, about everything you know, that affects their weight. They think completely different. It's not that they got some superhuman willpower. It's that they think completely different about all this. And I started adopting those beliefs and installing them in my subconscious mind and it made all the difference in the world, you know? And um, that's what I help people do, you know? Um, Man, Sweet Quest says, yeah. Doorways, Villa Vacations, good for you. It's awesome. So great, so great. Um. (laughs) <laughs> happy girls that, that's me yep. yeah I, I get it right but again my, my goal here you know I, I, can, I can't solve everything for you here again if you go to my bio click the link listen to the hypnosis session but most importantly watch that training you know because I break everything down in a systematic way but my goal here is to like at least get you on a get you off the path of dieting you know just to, by pointing out because you're struggling with this stuff but you don't have the eyes to see what's going on and so you're just constantly just beating yourself up right you're, you're, you've, you've kind of landed on this idea where it's like you're the problem you know you, you're you're the reason you have no willpower you're addicted to food whatever it is it's mean and it's it makes you feel powerless and you're stuck there and so my goal is to point out that it has this your weight issues your inability to lose weight has almost nothing to do with your lack of willpower and has almost everything to do with the fact that you have no strategy you you have a diet strategy and you have no strategy to live at your goal weight for the rest of your life on your autopilot. That sounds like a dream that's impossible. You know, it's not. It's not. And once you realize that, you know, you get yourself on a different path. Marcy says, my sister-in-law lost 60 pounds on Wygobi. Thank God I know better. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. You know, that stuff is, uh, again, I, I aim to be supportive and encouraging here. So whatever people want to do, that's up to them. But I think that... Uh, yeah, that, that's not the way I would recommend. It's kind of a Band-Aid on a, on a bigger problem, you know? Glad she lost 60 pounds. I'll be sad if she puts it back on, you know? That's the problem with the semaglutide medicines. You know, a lot of times people are getting prescribed them as a medical issue initially because they're either obese or they're type 2 diabetic. And then they start losing the weight, and now they're not obese, or maybe they, you know, they kind of fix the type 2 diabetes. Now it's not covered under medicine, and now they got a, you know, $1,000, $2,000 bill every month, you know, in order to keep themselves nauseous because <laughs> that's how that stuff works by the way the best case scenario is some glutide is you feel nauseous and so you don't you don't want to eat you know um so there's other ways let's see who keeps it off in five years that's true marcy it's just true right i think that all the time um i want everyone to succeed but i i just i see people all the time fast weight loss tends to not last you know typically and so i don't know what to say but um anyways What's up, Shireen? How's it going? Oh my God, landscapes. I took my headphones off to see if they were here. They're here. <laughs> They're there. Oh, you heard that. Yeah, yeah. That's my neighbors. It's funny. We were blowing the leaves at the same time, um, which, urgh, I, uh, 
uh, I'm glad I did it, I guess. But but Monday, the reason I was blowing leaves for so long is I I have this neighbor. She's like 99 years old, and she she loves her lawn. You know, she hates leaves, loves her lawn, and so I know the leaves are a big deal for her. And uh, my tree had dropped a bunch of leaves on her side of the yard, and I was cleaning my leaves off, and I saw her come outside and leave for a second. I was like, oh, I cannot just leave all these leaves in her yard. So I blew all those. That's it's coming like an hour and a half, and. Uh, she had the people come today, so I hope they at least charge her less because I did an hour and a half of work for her. <laughs> Anyways, that's so funny. Yeah, yeah, they're here blowing leaves, but uh, hopefully they're almost done. It is funny you say that, too. I, I kind of just have gotten um, I gotten used to just ignoring the sounds of landscaping next door because sometimes they do it for you. Yeah, good deeds, right? It was a good deed. I uh, I, I, I love her. She, she's so awesome, and she loves she loves her lawn and she's she's got kind of a bad knee so she can't really like get out there she's when we first moved here even at like well she's almost late 80s she was out there every day up until maybe five years ago four years ago she'd be out there every day working on her lawn you know doing stuff herself and um you know i guess things are starting to catch up she's 99 98 but anyways yeah so I, it really does for her she really loves having the leaves blown off she's very happy about that but anyways yeah i see him today she had all the people come over and do it so anyways like i said they better not have quoted her price before they saw that i did all the leaves for them but uh anyways i like blown leaves i don't really mind i enjoy it i like being outside um it's satisfying right i don't know if anyone i don't like raking leaves i don't like raking leaves i can tell you that and tarping them up and bagging them and all that i literally chose my house because um there's like a hill off the back and I can, I, I literally, I just, why I chose this, uh, so I can blow the leaves off the back. I don't have to bag any leaves. If I had to bag leaves, I would bag literally 500 bags of leaves. My brother does this. It, it sounds like a nightmare. Um, but anyways, so I, I love blowing the leaves. There's no better feeling than looking at that lawn. A lot of leaves are blown off it. <laughs> I love my leaf blower, right? It's so great. And this year, that's why I say like, this is, this I will say like this is an example of what I mean when I talk about like the like when, when I talk about like weight I was talking about like weight mastery you know and um <laughs> blowing them off a cliff it's my dream that was like one of the most excited things I was about this house and I put a yard up like a fence around the yard um but I left it there so I, I can open and I put a special big gate in the back so I could blow all the leaves out but I knew I was like oh that that's that's amazing and it really is it's so satisfying to have an enormous pile of leaves and just blow them off a cliff i could, I could do that all day long it's just <laughs> simple mind simple pleasures what could i say I, I love it but uh yeah this year i got an electric one as well i have a big backpack gas one but i got like the electric one that runs off of batteries and that's been kind of fun and good for me because I'll go out there and just kind of randomly blow for that, that battery lasts 20 minutes, which is good. Cause I'll, I'll go out there. I'll, go, I'll blow leaves for th- five hours. If, the, if there was enough gas for it to last that long. Um, but anyways, so that's broken it up and breaking it up was actually kind of fun too. Uh, that was good. But anyways, enough about the leaves. <laughs> um, groundskeeper groundskeeper. Look at that. Uh, look, that's so funny. I'm great at losing weight and great at gaining weight. I need to learn how to lose and maintain. Yeah, yeah, right. I got you there. Um, well, let me help you out with that. The first thing you want to do is really change your goal. And, and I say this to everyone. You don't want to lose weight. You don't want to lose weight. You want to get to your goal weight and you want to live the rest of your life at your goal weight on near autopilot. Okay. So that, that distinction is crucial because they are two completely different paths. And if you just focus on weight loss, which is what the diet industry is always focusing you on, 
Um, what happens is you think of it as a temporary thing. You say, okay, it's a short-term thing. I'm going to diet until I lose the weight. And then I said, well, what are you going to do then? I'll figure it out. No, you won't. But you think of it as a short-term thing and you're not thinking for the long-term. And so when you think of it as a short-term thing, you tend to choose more extreme plans because if it's short-term, well, the only thing that matters is how fast can I do this? Let me just get it over with. You know, and so what you want to start doing is thinking, I want to return to my goal weight and I want to live the rest of my life and my goal weight on near autopilot. I suggest you write that down and install that deep in your brain, because if you do, you won't choose unsustainable things. I, I bounce everything I'm going to do weight wise, health wise off of, am I going to, is this something I'm going to do long term? If I'm not going to do it long term, I don't want to do it. I don't want to dedicate any energy to something that's not going to be there long term. There's no point into in it other than just to make you feel depre yourself depressed. It's so discouraging to lose the weight and put it back on. And most people can only do that a couple times. I always say this. Th th most people that join my program are people that are apathetic now. They have lost weight, put it back on a number of times. And now the problem is that when they think about weight, and they, even if they start a plan, they start losing weight. Even if they start losing weight, they now think, I'm still going to fail. So even losing weight feels like failure, you know, when you get to that point. And so you've got to, the, the way around that is you've got to set a different goal up for yourself. Stop just focusing on the, the weight loss. Um, when you focus on weight loss, the goal weight seems like the finish line. And it's not. Because again, how long you want to keep it off for? You say, I want to keep it off forever. And so the weight loss and getting your goal weight really is just the starting line. You know, it's just the beginning of it for, for what your real goal is. All right. Um, what's up, Azra? Told myself no carbs to lose the last 15 pounds, and I ended up consuming a family-sized bag of popcorn. I don't mean to laugh at you, but right? Is, is, right? is this not the case? Um, the more rigid and strict you are with your diet, the more likely you are to go off your diet. It's that simple. Um, and, and people do this all the time, you know? So it, again, Azra, it, it's the norm, but learn from it, you know? Um, this is usually what happens. You know, the last 15 pounds especially... You know, the weight loss typically slows down the closer you get to your goal weight. You know, the, the first 15 pounds are typically easier to lose than the last 15 pounds. Um, easier and slower, you know, but who gives a shit? Again, this is where really, really thinking living at my goal weight is crucial because I, I find what happens with people when they get to the last five, five, 10, 15 pounds is like there's time distortion. Every day feels like a week. Everything feels, oh my God, it's going to take forever. Who gives a shit? Who cares? Just stay optimized on your plan. Keep optimizing your plan. Relax. It'll happen when it happens. What's the rush? You know, because what happens typically, we get in a rush. That's it. No carbs. I'm going to starve myself. And then all of a sudden we're eating everything. You know, that, that's the norm. So again, the secret is to not do that to yourself. Don't be so strict with things. Um, avoid the strictness. I took a blood test and found I don't process carbs. Uh... You don't process carbs? What does that mean? I don't know what that means. Give me a little more detail on that one. I haven't seen that. I think I've programmed myself too much and have lost too much. Uh, yeah. That can happen. And that reminded me, I need to put a... a for program yourself then, I got to put a... Uh, like a contract on it. A, 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 not a waiver, but, but a, a form that says... 
you won't go below your goal weight. If you're gonna, if you want to go below your goal weight at any point in time, or you start to go it, that you're gonna, it's, it's literally, I'm gonna, I, can, I was thinking this time I was blowing leaves. <laughs> I was like, I gotta put a, a thing on there that you, you, when you start the program, you have to write down what your goal weight is and then sign it and say, if I get, if I start going below it or I want to go below that, I will talk to my doctor first. Cause yeah, you can, you can absolutely program yourself and go too far. But let's talk about that for a second, Channing. Um, this gets back to what's the goal weight? What, what's the weight I should be, you know? And um, what I always suggest is, and I don't think people really talk about this, you know, it's like, oh, you look at a BMI chart, what someone tells you is supposed to be your goal weight, but you're the one who's got to decide that. And I think the secret is, again, what weight gives you the best quality of life, you know? And, and so sometimes when people are bringing the weight too low, what, what, what's the, what are we doing here? You know, what's the point? What I see with people that start going with the weight too low, it's like you're thinking the lower weight is going to magically fix things it has not going to fix. You know, there might be emotional issues and you think, oh, if I'm thinner, then that'll fix that. Um, oh, if I go lower, everyone's going to want me, you know, and we get into these weird head spaces and that in and of itself is not a great quality of life. You know, we, we have to ask the question at what weight is chanting the best version of themselves, right? Where are you the best version of yourself? And if you're worried about losing too much, by definition, I don't think that can be the best version. Best version, you could be that, that healthiest, happiest um, version of yourself. The one where you feel most successful, most in the flow, most balanced, most, you know, just, just things are working right, you know? So I think with that that goal, I think that'll help some of that because you're, you're, you're right. You, you can program yourself to go too far with it, no doubt. Um, Sweet Quest says, that's a game changer for me. Um, Karen says, so many uses. I've even used it to blow stuff from underneath my car seats and couch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? I love, I love the, the blower. I love the electric blower too. It's so fun. I love the electric stuff. I got that this year. That was good. Um, patience optimizes your plan. Oh, yeah, yeah. Patience. Sometimes <laughs> does the bagel cream cheese. Patience optimizes your plan. Yeah. Uh, that makes sense. I'm trying to make sustainable changes that I'm okay with doing forever. Yeah, yeah, exactly, Groundskeeper. That, that's exactly the secret. If you can get rid of the time frame thing, and l l so let me give you a context for this because it's my favorite way to do that is Tony Robbins used to always ask the question, how long would you give your child to learn how to walk, right? How long would you let them practice and learn how to walk until you said, you know what? Forget it. You're done. You're done. You're not getting it quick enough. You're done. You're done. You're cut off. You're not going to walk right? It's a joke, right? But it just, it proves the point that in that, that situation, you're not going to put any, there's no time boundaries there, right? It's just, you're going to do it. It's like reading, writing, right? There's no time boundaries around it. You just, you're going to do it. And everyone learns at different rates. But then it comes to weight loss and it's like everything is bounced off the time frame, you know? Again, so, so to bring it to another point, if you think about weight loss as the, that's the goal and you think it as, okay, I just want to diet until I lose the weight. I don't give a shit what I got to do. What you're doing is you're, you're approaching your weight loss like it's a sprint, like like a race, like it's a sprint. And if you're running a sprint, you trip a little bit, you're going to lose the race, right? The only thing that wins a sprint is absolute perfection. And so when we put these these arbitrary time limits around what we're doing here, it really what it does is it it sets us up to feel discouraged and like a failure, you know, because even if we're like, oh, I lost four pounds, that's not enough. You know, that wasn't enough. You know, so even when we're succeeding, it can feel like a failure. You know, so the time frames are really one of the most, that's one of the worst thing the diets have done. I don't trust the diets. I think the diets all want you to be overweight and unhealthy. You said, what, Jim? What are you talking about? All the big diets you know about are owned by big food companies. 
Weight Watchers was owned by Heinz. Jenny Craig was owned by Nestle. Atkins Food Products was owned by the same company that owns Onions, Pretzels, and Cinnabon. Slim Fast is owned by the same company that owns Ben & Jerry's Ice Cream. And so these diets, I look at diets all the time and I say to myself, if I wanted to be a sneaky food company and make a diet that was actually going to cause people to be stuck overweight, what would I do? And I'd create diets and I'd promote them exactly the way they did. Always talking about the time frame, before and after pictures. So you only think about your weight visually, right? Your main motivation to lose weight is you want to look better. Hey, that ain't enough motivation, you know? How about you want to live longer? You know what you're putting in your mouth consistently and how you're living is the number one thing that's going to most likely dictate how long you're alive. And if that doesn't matter, ah, I don't give a shit. The last years are the worst years. Okay. Well, it's also the number one thing that's going to impact your quality of life until you reach that point. So, yeah, I know you want to look good in a bathing suit and I want you to as well. But how about you want to live longer? How about you want to feel good about yourself? You want to have more energy, more mobility, um, more independence, more clarity of mind, more balanced emotions, more positive emotions, a healthier body. How about those things, right? But the diets, millions of ads you've seen in your life, diets, every ad before and after picture. So you just think about weight visually, aesthetically, superficially, and your motivation's superficial. It doesn't last, you know? And so, and then you always think about the time frame. So you think about dieting as, I'm just going to lose the weight. And again, what I always say is you're, you're stuck in a dieter's mindset. You, you've been, talk about hypnotized, you've been hypnotized, programmed, conditioned to think about your weight loss like a dieter. And that's the diet, the diet companies have put that idea right in your mind. And now you can't think about your weight in any other way other than a dieter and you're stuck, you know, think about weight loss all day long, but you haven't lost weight and you're impatient as shit too, by the way, right? So impatient to lose weight. If I talk about losing weight and a plan that's going to help you lose weight over the next year, nah, no thanks. I'm going to think about intermittent fasting. I need fast weight loss, right? You need fast weight loss, but you haven't lost any weight in the last six months or year. You know, so that impatience is part of it as well. And it's sabotaging you, you know. Um, 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 um. Hazel says, I'm recovering from surgery and sticking to healthy eating, but no weight loss this week. Please advise. Um, yeah, yeah. Who gives a shit? I mean, who cares if he lost weight this week? I, I know that's not what you want to hear because, again, you, you've been conditioned to think about. I always say this. Dieters think about weight loss in, in, in time frames of days, weeks, and maybe months. And weight masters think about their weight loss in terms of years, decades, and forever. You know? Um, who you, For A, you had surgery, so your body's all weird, okay? And so you've been eating healthier, and it's been a week. So you, you can't... Understand this, okay? Here's the, my advice to you. That weight loss in the short term is extremely unpredictable and inconsistent. So if the only thing you're focusing on and measuring your success with is what the scale's doing in the short term, you are guaranteed to be frustrated and you're going to quit. I guarantee it. Is that not what's happened to you? Okay? And so you need to start expanding your time frame because weight loss is not unpredictable and inconsistent over the long term. If you ate healthy, if you stuck to your healthy eating for the next year, you would lose weight. The next six months, you'd lose weight. Oh, oh God, a year? A year, six months. Well, where were you at last year at this time? Same weight. You know, this is directed at you, Hazel. This is to, to everyone. But, but you gotta you gotta snap your your fucking mindset out of the short term thinking. You've got to do it. 
You know, if you look up weight loss studies, right? So what they do is they put people in these metabolic chambers, these labs <laughs> chambers. Um, they put them in these metabolic labs where they're controlling all their calories, calories in, calories out. They're measuring everything for each person. And what you'll realize is they sometimes they stay in there for weeks, months. Um, and what they what you notice is that this group of people, some people lose a lot of weight, some people lose a little weight. And it's all very, it varies. And so again, in the short term, our weight loss is inconsistent and unpredictable. You might be someone who loses weight slowly. Who gives a shit? So you're a person who loses weight slowly. What are you going to do about it? Oh, if I can't lose it fast and I don't, I'm not going to lose it then. Like a, like a baby. Again, I'm not saying it to you, Hazel. I'm saying it to all of us. We've been conditioned to be little babies when it comes to our weight loss. The most delusional people on the planet are dieters. You know, this idea that like you're magically going to wake up one Monday and do everything perfect and get right to your goal weight. It ain't going to happen like that. You know, mastering your weight is like mastering the piano or an instrument or learning a language or some skill set. There's ups and downs. And what matters is how consistently you practice and stick with it. You know, there is no master plan that's going to get you from point A to point B instantly. Like, like it just doesn't exist, you know? So um, I hope you recover from the surgery. I understand your body's acting bonkers because you just had surgery. And so, and then you ate healthy. It's only been a week. You know, a week doesn't mean anything. And if you're struggling to stick with it for a week, um, that's just to me the point. Like if you're really like white knuckling your weight loss, that who gives a shit how much weight you lost? If you're like this, oh, uh, I'll be a thousand calories for the last week. Let me look at the scale. You know, what are you, what are you even doing? What are, what are you doing? Oh, I lost weight for two weeks and then I couldn't stick with it. Like who gives a shit? If it's not a long-term plan, I just don't understand what anyone's doing. People ask me, oh, what do you think about water fasting? I think it's stupid because you're not going to water fast long-term. Well, I just want to kickstart my weight loss. Kickstart your weight loss? Is that what it's going to do? I want to detox. I want to kickstart my weight loss, lose some weight, prove myself I can do it. Okay, water fast, detox, don't eat, fast, whatever, and lose your weight. And then at some point you got to start eating again and then put all that weight back on and let me know how motivated you are. Let me know how that works out for you. If it works out for you, great. I <laughs> Go for it. I, I'm the man of, I, I like I work with everyone in my program. My program is diagnostic. I'll work with anyone. Um, I, I help carnivores, keto people, vegetarians, vegans, a- anything. Because I don't care what plan you use. It's not my plan. I got my plan. It's up to you to figure out what you want to do. So if you want to do really strict things and you succeed and thrive doing that, great, go ahead. But most people I see are not thriving with strict plans. They're absolutely failing with them. They're losing zero weight or they're putting weight on consistently with their strict plans that they do a few times a year for a couple days. So again, I'm not trying to be an asshole here. I'm trying to just point out that you keep doing the same thing. Humans do what we did. Do you understand that's how our brains are wired? We, we do something one time and we're probably going to do it that way moving forward. You know, when it comes to weight loss, you keep on dieting. You keep on dieting. You might change the diet, but you just keep on dieting. You know, and it's got to change if you want to get different results. Um, I will have to ask the doctor autoimmune in a few days. Yeah, sweet quest. I would definitely ask the doctor because I, I have never heard of someone who can't process carbs but uh there's a lot of things out there i don't know about but yeah find out more detail about it 
Um, inflammation causes high cortisol, which causes one to hold on to the weight. Um, yeah, sure. That, that, that's, that's pretty true. Love the sweater, Jim. Oh, thanks. Oh, yeah, thank you. The purple sweater. I like to rotate them. Um, I'm glad you popped up on my fa For You page. I've been frustrated with my process and needed this message. Yeah, yeah, groundskeeper. Listen, go watch the training, though, okay? Like right here, I always say this on the lives. I'm just bing-bonging around with different stuff people are saying. But go to my bio, click the link, get the hypnosis session, because that's a really good way to clarify and connect to your goal weight in a, in a powerful way that's going to motivate you. Um, but the most important thing is watching that training. It's about a half hour, three steps to master your weight. Go watch it, because um, I can help you. I, I help people. This is what I do. <laughs> it doesn't have to be this frustrating, you know, annoying process that most people think weight loss has to be. It can be fun and enjoyable and... Um, I don't want to say it's easy, right? I mean, it's not easy, but it can be easier than you ever imagined. Do you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't have to be the white knuckle struggle um, uh, that you've been doing with the dieting and the strict plans and the miserable. Here's the thing, right? Here's a litmus test you want to start using, and you never do this, because your litmus test is how fast will I lose the weight, right? But instead, you want to start asking how easy and enjoyable is it going to be? And I know your brain just broke. I know you're like, what? What, what, what? what are we talking about here? But it's like... If you, um, if you, uh, <laughs> thanks, Astrid. Um, so let me give you an example. I'll give you a counterpoint here, right? So you think about losing weight all day long, all the time. That's what all you think about. You're obsessed with it, right? Um, and yet you look back over the last six months last year and you probably haven't lost any weight, okay? Why is that? Not a trick question. It's because the way you think you need to lose weight, going keto, intermittent fasting, uh, cutting the calories down, counting points, whatever whatever method you think you need to do to lose weight, you don't want to do it. You don't like doing it. You don't want to give up sugar completely. You don't want to stop eating carbs. You don't want to do it. You've tried it. You don't like it. You associate it with pain. I don't like dieting. I don't like dieting. I certainly don't like dieting when it's the holidays. Holy shit, next week's Thanksgiving. Why would I start a diet next week? I hate doing it, and then I'm going to blow it all on Thanksgiving. So what's the point? You know? And this is how you think about weight loss. This is why you're not doing it. So program yourself then. Let's just give you an alternate point of view, alternate reality, okay? Because um, I remember someone asked me this. It clarified it so well for me one time. I was doing a webinar on a Thursday night, and they're like, oh, the program sounds awesome. I, I, I want to do this. And they're like, but I tomorrow's Friday, and I don't think I can start a strict meal plan. And I'm like, what are you talking about? They're like, well, I'd have to start a strict meal plan, right? If I'm gonna start tomorrow. I was like, I don't know what program you watch. <laughs> We're, you know, there's no strict meal plan here, okay? What you'll do, and they're like, cause I got people come this weekend, you know, that, that are visiting and I, I can't just follow a strict meal plan for the weekend, you know? Maybe I'll start Monday. I say, okay, stop, 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 stop. There's none of that, okay? What you're gonna do, you sign up for the program, what's gonna happen is tomorrow morning, um, you're gonna look at your phone, because I know the hardest part of change is remembering to change. But I know you're going to look at your phone tomorrow morning when you wake up. When you do, you get a message from me. And you click the link that I send you every day. And you go and listen to a five-minute hypnosis session. Okay? So you sit quietly for five minutes. <laughs> Thanks, Conti. <laughs> I like that name. Um, so you sit quietly for five minutes. Like, with your eyes closed. So. Hmm. And I walk you through a relaxation exercise. Uh, I don't want to say exercise, but a relaxation process. 
Um, you calm down, you ground yourself, you step into the present moment, and I give you all these positive suggestions to help you think more positively, more encouragingly, more supportively, so that you want to eat better, so you want to live healthier. And each session has a weight loss mantra in it that I'm, I'm working to install into your subconscious mind. And that's it. Then you wake up and you go about the rest of your day. And what you'll find is you naturally start making better food choices because you're more relaxed and calm. And then you get home at night and you do your two-minute self-hypnosis technique on yourself, the redo and rehearsal technique. Then you go to bed. Then you wake up and do the same thing over again, right? So in, in there, you do go through, there, there's a weight mastery blueprint you fill out, mindset, lifestyle, eating blueprint you fill out because that's going to be the blueprint you follow. It's your roadmap to get to your goal weight and stay there. Um, but that's the basic process. And so all of a sudden you're like, oh, I could do that. Yeah, that's the point. Imagine having a way to lose weight that you look forward to. That's what you hear. I mean, the people in the program, that's what you're hearing. It's easy. I like it. I love it. I can't wait. The holidays, I'm feeling doing great. Down 27 pounds, can't wait to go through the holidays. I'm relaxed and calm, centered, feeling better than I have in my life. I'm more calm than I've ever felt in my entire life. Do you see what I mean? The, the, the weight loss plan you choose how about you add some more criteria to it? Because the only criteria you have for choosing a weight loss plan is how fast will I lose the weight? You've got to add more criteria to that because how fast you lose the weight is not the only thing that matters. Jesus, that's all that's mattered to you for decades and you haven't lost the weight. You've got to add more to it. You have to stop saying, I don't give a shit. Well, I'll do anything as long as I lose the weight. No, you won't. No, you absolutely will not. That's a 100% bullshit you will not just do anything if I lose the weight. You already know, just drink water and eat carrots. You'll start losing weight. Why don't you do it? Because you don't want to. So you better start taking into account what you want to do and stop just looking at plans that are fucking miserable to you that you don't want to do. Instead, start with a strategic plan where you systematically, comfortably, strategically start to develop your skills in a way that works for you, not in a way that overwhelms you. You don't want to start a diet because it's overwhelming. You're already stressed out. You're already at your wit's end with life. And now what? You're just going to take on completely changing your reading in one day magically and sticking with it? I always joke, I want you to want you learn an instrument while you're at it. Why don't you learn another language and, a, and another hobby? Shit, if it's so easy just to change your eating, just, hey, tomorrow's Monday. I'll just change my eating completely, 100%. Like if it's so easy to just change stuff, why don't you just change everything? Start a business. Like, I'm joking. I'm being, I'm being kind of a sarcastic asshole, but I'm doing it just to prove the point that the dieting strategy is complete and total horseshit. And if it wasn't for being completely and totally just surrounded with diet messaging your whole life, you would see it as such. You know, it doesn't work for you. It doesn't work for anyone you know. And yet it's the only way you can think about losing weight. It's bullshit. SweetQuest asks, what's for lunch? Lunch is going to be a salad. I'm going to have a salad. If you want to see what's in the salad, go to my bio and watch the salad prep video I do. That's what it'll look like. Um, Astrid says he's good at what he's doing. Thank you, Astrid. I appreciate that. Why am I maintaining my weight instead of losing one year post-op gastric sleeve? Um, because you're, you're eating at, at, a, at a maintenance level. Um, which is more common than people think. You know, the, the, the gastric sleeve, the bypass, those things are not, they're always selling you the miracle. Same with the medicine, you know, same with the semaglutides. It's, um, 
they're not like this miraculous thing that works for everyone. They work for a percentage of people. You know, I, I speak to tons of people that have tried those medicines and they're not working and they're, they're miserable. Shitty side effects or effects, however you want to look at it. Um, but same with the, the, the gastric sleeve, the, the, um, the, the bypasses. I've worked with a number of people. You'll, you'll lose weight initially, you know, but then again, and this can't prove the, the importance of a mindset more, right? Literally, you're taking your stomach and you're cutting it down to a third of its size and you're still not losing weight. Right? How is it possible? Well, because you figured out how to just eat more consistently now. You're probably snacking more. You're grazing. You're eating more at meals because your stomach's stretching when you got used to that feeling. I've seen people do all kinds of things um, to not lose weight even after they've had surgery. So, yeah, your, your calorie consumption has, your, your energy balance is even. When you first got the sleeve, your calorie consumption went down. You started losing weight. And, and, and then you maybe, I don't know if you've lost weight since you started, you know, so you started here with your calorie consumption, you got the sleeve and you lowered your calorie consumption down to here and now you're here. And so to lose more weight, you would need to reduce your calories, you know, um, to your point, you also don't freak out if you eat a sandwich. Yeah, exactly. Yep. 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 Um, Nora, Hey, what do you have to say for those who are always trying and failing? Um, especially those with PCOS, is it actually difficult or is it in the head? Um, uh, okay, I, I like your questions a lot. These are good questions. Uh, okay, let's start with PCOS. Is it in your head? Is it difficult or is it in your head? Okay, insulin resistance, menopause, thyroid issues, PCOS, Hashimoto's, hormonal issues, all of these things are real, okay? And they're affecting your body in real ways that can make it harder to lose weight. Okay, so, so I think that should be said. There, those are real physical things going on. Um, however, it's also in your head. It's both is what I'm saying. And so again, even with those situations, your mindset is still the most important thing affecting your weight, even with those, those factors. And so yes, they're real. And yes, it's in your head. Okay, and yes, you can lose weight with any of those conditions. You can lose weight no matter what your condition is. Any condition you have, you can still lose weight. Okay, broken metabolism is kind of the closest thing that's extremely rare, and you can still lose weight. You just got to do it a little differently. So, the mindset's the most important thing. So you got to start with a belief that yes, I can lose weight. There's no doubt about it. I just need to figure out how to strategically reduce my calories or create a calorie deficit. Let's say. I don't like the word deficit because it implies less than. I like to think about reducing my calorie consumption down to a new level where I'm going to live forever because I want to live at my goal weight forever. And reduce my calorie consumption can also take into account increased exercise that, that may bring the calories down as well. Okay. That being said, when you believe you can do it, that's the initial thing you have to have. You've got to have a belief that this can work because it's going to be work. It's going to take some time. And if you don't believe it, you're never going to stick with it. Okay, so you can absolutely lose weight. I'm literally working with a client. I'm about to talk to her in an hour um, who has PCOS. She had failed with everything, everything, practically starving herself, wasn't losing weight. We've been working together and she's lost 20 pounds over the last three months. Okay, and I see this. I, this happens all the time in my world. Okay, so what do you say for those who are always trying and failing? Um, I say stop trying to lose weight. Okay. Try first of all, I'm getting semantic here. No one likes this, but I'm going to do it anyways. If I told you I tried to close the door, is it open or closed? Okay. So the first thing is we don't want to use the word try. It implies failure. 
Um, you're either going to do this or you're not going to do it. Start using powerful language, okay? That's the first thing. The second thing is we need to reframe the goal. You have been trying to lose weight forever and it hasn't worked. So we need a new goal. The new goal is that you're not going to try and lose weight. You're not going to lose weight. You are going to get to your goal weight and you are going to live at your goal weight for the rest of your life on near autopilot. This is how you get off of the, the oh, let me see. Let me see if I can lose some weight. Well, oh, it didn't work. I tried. Oh, I lost some weight and I put it on. Oh boy. That's the weight loss path. You, you do not want to be on that path. It's a path of failure and frustration and it sucks. I want you to get on the weight mastery path, okay? Now, I break all of this down for you. If you go to my bio, click the link, get the hypnosis session, but as soon as you sign up for it, it takes a couple minutes to send it to you. I bring you to a page where you can watch this training, Three Steps to Master Your Weight, okay? It starts off with me talking about how I lost weight, but it goes right into the three steps for you to master your weight. And this will break down the process for you, okay? It's a completely different process than dieting. It's much more comprehensive and robust and you start walking the path. And there is no, I don't know, you're on this path. Oh, it's so, it's a razor's edge, the diet path, isn't it? Right? It's like you could be eating so perfect, and all of a sudden you mess up and you're completely off it. You know, we need to get off of that razor's edge and have a wide path we can walk, knowing that sometimes we're gonna make mistakes, but we're still walking the path from this day forward. Program yourself then is really about, it follows the 1% philosophy, the 1% uh, improvement philosophy. Each and every day we get 1% better than we were the day before. And what happens is a year from now, you're not 365% better, you're exponentially better. And you did it in a way that was comfortable for you. Every time you do the diet, you're way overwhelming yourself and you can't stick to it. So when you say, I always trying and failing, it's not about you. It's about your shitty strategy of doing nothing. And then one day deciding you're gonna do everything perfect and you overwhelm yourself. You can do the perfect thing for a couple days usually, sometimes a couple weeks, and then you can't do it anymore. So a better approach, let me put it in a different context. The way you're trying to lose weight is like if it's saying, I wanna learn how to play the piano, so I'm gonna start practicing every day for 10 hours a day. Well, it sounds high and mighty. Well, that's, a, that's what a perfectionist would do, right? Bullshit, because after the first day, you wake up the second day and your fingers are like this. They're all cramped up, you can't do anything, and you hate the piano now. You know, so that's not a good strategy. A good strategy is to practice 15 minutes a day for the first two, three months and then bump, bump that up to 20, 25 minutes and do it consistently. That's how you'll get good at the piano. And that's how you'll get good at mastering your weight is you do it slowly, systematically and strategically. And what you're doing is you're just way overcorrecting, you know, and, and that's why you're, you're trying and failing. Um, what's your stance on Garcinia Cambodia as a supplement? Um, any natural supplements you'd recommend? I don't use supplements. I don't recommend any supplements. And I think that, uh, I, I just think that's the wrong path. It, it's again, it's that diet mindset. Like there's just one thing. If I just, this one supplement's gonna change everything. It's not. I mean, like we were just saying, I mean, shit, you can get your stomach reduced down to a third of its size and you're still gonna struggle with your weight if you don't change your mindset. So there's just no magic fix. I wish there was. Um, so I would suggest you, you save your money on the supplements and go buy the supplement I use, I call it the living vitamin strategy. And it's, it's eating, you're never gonna believe this. It's eating fruits, vegetables, greens, beans, that, that, those are my supplements, you know, and, um, you'll get more benefit out of those for sure. Um, Nora says, thank you so much. You're welcome. I, I hope that helps you. Um, and says, I love your analogies. Thank you. I appreciate you saying that. I work on developing. Again, I am a hypnotist. I don't talk about that a lot, but I, uh, I am a hypnotist. And so the way that I, 
Um, my bad. I was like, I got to distract there. Um, yeah, the way the way I communicate, I'm, I'm looking to communicate with your subconscious mind. So I always say this: like, if you listen to my podcast, even I'm not just telling you stuff. I am I'm seeking to communicate you with you in a, in a very specific, unique way. That, that most people are not. So I'm glad, I'm glad you appreciate the analogies though. All right, everyone, I got to get out of here. Uh, I hope you all have a great day. Remember, you can watch the podcast. Just program yourself then. It's on all the podcast platforms. Um, oh, program yourself then. <laughs> uh, the, the name, same name is this channel here, uh, which I always think I should change. I, I, I'm always back and forth. Should I, should I call it Jim Kitsulis? Should I call it program yourself then? I don't know. Anyways, anyways, uh, yeah, then, then go to my bio. If you haven't done this yet, go to my bio, click the link, get the hypnosis session, listen to it. And, um, then, um, then, uh, yeah, watch the training I give you. Watch the training. Um, what platforms? All of them. It's all of them on there. Literally. It's, it's Apple, Amazon, Google. I don't know them all, but, but they're all on there for whatever reason. No, don't change it. Okay. I'm glad you said that. I'm not gonna, I, you know, Oh, so then, but then I was like the one straggler in that whole thing. It, I'm going to change. I'm going to do it. Cause who cares anyways? I, I actually, I live stream this to YouTube and I have a YouTube channel, but I put all my program yourself then on Jim Kitsoulis. And I also have a program yourself then YouTube channel. Um, but I'm just going to start putting everything on that one. Just make them all the same. Yeah, don't change. All right, Jody, I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyways, yeah, any, any of the podcasts, listen to it. Listen to the podcast because repetition is probably one of those powerful forms of programming, okay? So make sure that you you listen to this more. It, it'll help you. Oh, I watch on YouTube too. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to switch that. I am going to switch that one. That I know I'm going to do it. I just have to do it. I just got to pull the Band-Aid. It's hard because I know a lot of people watch me on there, Um but I, I, you know, I've, I've always, I'm going to do this split anyways. I, you, a lot of you don't know this, but I have, I have a lot of other programs. I, I, weight loss has always been my main focus, but I do, I have other programs like, um, you know, uh, dream setting, uh, my new self image, instant confidence, sleep at will, you know, a lot of like personal development programs that are specific to that and not with, uh, <laughs> don't mess with perfection. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, but I am going to switch the YouTube thing, so I don't care. It's like the YouTube thing's not so because it's split, right? I, I've had that YouTube channel forever as Jim Katsula, so I put a lot of hypnosis stuff on there. And then I started putting all the weight loss stuff on there. But I'm going to put all that weight loss stuff on Program Yourself. Then um, I'll let you all know about it. But but I'm just letting you know that now. If you if one day all of a sudden my lives aren't there, it's because I did that finally. And I see I saw what you said, Astrid. I saw about standing. Yeah, I'm waiting for that to come in. I'm expecting that um, that new boom arm to come in this afternoon, and I can't wait to set it up. Because, um, yeah, you'll all see me. I don't know if I'll be able to do the live standing up, but, but the coaching calls, I'll definitely be standing up, and I can't wait. Um, oh, thanks, Aspen. I appreciate that. Um, oh, I could just make a PYT playlist. Ah, maybe. I don't know. I think when I split things up in different categories, YouTube doesn't like it. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't know YouTube. All right, everyone. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Have a great day, and we will talk soon. See you later. Thank you.